up. You know, we finished WandaVision. We're going to jump into Falcon and Winter Soldier. It's your boy Flaws dude out here. We got Troy. Say what's up. What is up? And we also got Justin. Who knows what he's going to say? It's always something new every week. I say that. It's computer not nothing new. Computer dude Jude. Computer mm-hmm. dude do. Mm-hmm. It said computer dude Jude, I think, but that's fine. All hey, right. Jude. Before we get started on the Falcon Winter Soldier stuff, I did want to bring up some anime news that, you know, if you haven't heard, you'll hear it here whenever this episode's out, because who knows? It's, if this is old news and you didn't manage to hear it, lucky you. All right. We have Jujutsu Kaisen movie coming out this winter, right? This winter. It's volume zero and i don't know justin have you read volume zero i know you read the series so i gotta know if you read volume zero um it's the one following utah utah who's that the main character i'm gonna guess you haven't read it it's the prequel uh, man dude no. he is, is I, he I started reading with the band-aid on his nose the older brother no he's not no he's, it's, it's... utah it, okay so a little a little groundwork for chapter volume zero Utah was the original main character for the series before it was supposed to be a Shonen Jump thing in general because it was not supposed to be a Shonen Jump series. And he's the one who Gojo talks about. And they show you an image of him. And he's in the opening of the second opening where he has the sword on his back and he's with the other dude wearing white, all white, dark skin dude. Yeah. So that's him. And there's that part in the anime where Gojo's like, oh, I have to go on vacation where, where he went was to talk to Utah has to deal with plot stuff that happens later. But that anime opening thing that they showed there was showing where he was at that time. So it's a nice little, like, if you know, you know type of thing. But it follows him and when he joins Jujutsu Tech. And legit, if this was the first arc for the series, this is, like, top shown. Like, I, you might say I'm exaggerating. Like, I say, I told you when I read Jujutsu Kaisen before it was even out as an anime that it was really good. And I don't know if your opinion sticks. Don't lie. Yeah. I didn't. I'm, I'm lying right here. When I, but I read yeah, Volume sorry. Zero after. I read it pretty late, but like it's fine. You can technically read it, watch it anywhere, but it is a prequel. It happens before the series, and it had features like Maki, um, Toge, Panda, Gojo, and the stuff that happens with Ghetto before this whole incident happens, because Gojo mentions he did something between him and Ghetto, and you're like, wait a second, but Ghetto's here, and you wonder what actually happened, right? That fills in that whole plot line. And Yuta's just a great, great main character. Like him, his how his curse power works, all that's in the movie. And when this was when when I wanted to just see it, I was like, I was talking a couple weeks ago with my friends because they read the series and I was like, bro, I want to see volume zero animated. And when I said it was a movie, because I was like, it's only four chapters. They're longer than regular chapters, but it is it's like something like the tuning exams but i'd say better because i think it's like a really good arc but when you're like watching a series it's like such a sane and feel to a series because it wasn't supposed to be shown in the first place some good stuff man and it's gonna be anime as a movie granted if it's anime as a movie it's gonna come out a little later than you know how an anime would come out day to day so it's gonna be like some time frame things but if they put it in theaters in america i don't see too long of a gap which is the good thing and i am willing to spend money to go watch that in theaters because it is Amazing. All right, for those new fans who are here, me and Troy were trying to get a flaws dude over here to read Jujutsu Kaisen for like three weeks, Mm -hmm. and I'm telling you a story. Mm -hmm. If you want to see the proof, if you want to see the proof, go listen to the previous episodes. Mm -hmm. We try to tell him, but he wasn't listening. And now look at him—a big Jujutsu Kaisen fan. 
I told yeah, him like it was him. like Naruto. Big big JJK simp out here, you know. It's it's like one piece tear, you know how it is. Like if you <laughs> yeah. want my personal feelings, this is the one series that like when I read it and I'm reading it week to week, I'm like, bro, this is like some some weeks I'm like, dang, I wish One Piece chapters this week were hitting as hard as this one because crap is depressingly good. Eric's, but also Attack on Titan Part Two coming out also Winter 2022, so this winter. Which is, That's I don't know if, I'll tell you, I don't know if they're going to finish the series fully with it. It depends on the episode count because I think they need between 10 and 12 episodes to properly finish. They might do another 16, but I feel like 16 is too long. But if they go, if 10, 10 could be a little short. So depending on the range, they still could squeeze a movie out of here. I'm just saying this because of a business perspective. I'm not saying it has to be a movie, but seeing Attack on Titan's finale in movie quality would like, kill me like i'd go into theaters just to die there i'd be killed during the rumbling you know That's all dude do. yeah that would be pretty metal but um i heard they're starting or they already started animation in like october no they start early because and they don't announce anime when it started right they have some they have to do storyboarding pre well, yeah and all but that. like i think timeline was mappa is gonna have more time for part two than they did part one no they should have they should have had a decent amount of time especially considering they could have started even a little beforehand yeah so like plus they also have more time to like if they need to outsource any work or anything they can just do that because you know how animation works a studio will have teams to work on different productions so yeah they might bring a fucking studio in just to help with a scene like yeah that's that's a lot of the times that's just how it works yeah. like sometimes you just don't have enough people on hand to do certain things or you'll outsource certain scenes or yeah or like, someone's got a specialty for a director's vision I, I do wonder do they bring link horizon to finish off the series for the opening i, I was I, heard, I really vibed with the sinking singer for my war man i really like that i kind of want them to stick with my war like just because linked horizons almost it's always be, pretty hype I'll, I'll i'll take that singer because i mean linked horizon my only thing is their songs just sound a lot of samey you know like well, you can well, i can tell the, the difference between all of them but like at the end of the day yeah. they have too similar of a vibe that i'm like it's okay their vibe to me was always like good battle music you know like yeah it's good hype music it's like battle but, like and this was it like it doesn't fit the theme like, of the more, series you know you know this was like like Red Swan, I think, is underrated. Like, it's a really good song. Granted, the when they threw it in, it was like always Linked Horizon after Linked Horizon. But Bro, that shit sucked. I think Red Swan is a good song on its own. No, dude, a bunch of people say it's their favorite, and I'm like, you guys are fucking crap. But I also say the same thing with My War. Like, I really like My War, and a lot of people hated it the first two weeks. I, I have, there's proof of us the first week saying My War was fucking banging. Yeah, I asked now, you because I know the last bro, week. So many people I know used to trash mm-hmm. on. I was like, what is this? This song is he? My and a lot of people just straight up home. didn't know it had lyrics. And I was like, we were not bro, listening to the same song. My God. I didn't, dude, I didn't even give a shit about the lyrics. I was like, this just shit. Feels if you ever listen to the like full version song. on Spotify, it's yeah. so good because they switched to the female sing. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm right. When they go to the instrumental. Oh, that song yeah, so dude. Much. There's candid proof of us. So I don't know. None of that bandwagon. We, we also got uh, mm-hmm. Dr. Stone Season 3 announcement, right? I don't know yeah, if you sure. finished the season, but I actually really liked it. I haven't watched past episode one, Damn, and I have so no reason for it. 
Like, literally, it was one of my favorite fucking anime from last year, just mm-hmm. because, like, I felt smart when it was done. Yeah, like, yeah. shit, bro. And it's, like, good. You know, it's a yeah. good story. I think this season was better than the first season. And yeah. Stone Wars, yeah, like, it seemed interesting and all that shit. But I was like, bro, you know, I don't know. Honestly, I think Promise Neverland put such a sour fucking taste in my mouth. Bro, homie didn't finish nothing. I literally was like, you know, Jujutsu Kaisen was so heat and I was already watching it. And then obviously I'm going to watch Attack on Titan. And then One Piece, I'm just like, I cop up to it. So now I've just watched that. Gotta be on the weekly vibe, man. But yeah, I'm like, you know, I'm like, that seasonal vibe of just jumping into a random seasonal show, I'm like, Promise Neverland really fucked me up. <laughs> Man, oh, it would be nice to hear your thoughts on the season out sans the manga. Dude. To be fair, I just episode of five alone really left a bad taste in my mouth. After that, I think I actually enjoyed the series decently. Bro, like now when I read it, I'll I'll see what my opinion is one day, but you know. The thing about it was like they literally could have spent half of the this season on some of my like favorite shit and they just were like you know what let's actually cram like fucking 140 chapters Bro, i can't even confirm if it's the same thing because people say it's different and then they say oh it's the same and i'm like i need i need something conclusive it's not it is the same but they literally just like I don't know, came in with a fucking meat cleaver, cut 70% of it off, and then kind of, like, took the spirit of where they were going, you know? Like, did super broad brushstrokes just to get to the part they deemed the cool stuff at the end. You know, it's just like, you gonna, you gonna do them like this, bro? Mm-hmm. The thing that's dope about kids, nothing like following kids. That's why I like Shonen usually like lasts a couple of seasons. It's because those motherfuckers are growing up, so you can follow them forever. That's why no show follows a ninety-eight-year-old dude because he's right, probably time to look up an anime following an old dude. I got you. There's there's quite a few. I will tell you. Well, no, but you know what? Anime old dudes are different. I'm just saying in general, you know, everyone loves Peter Parker because we get to watch him go from high school to college to broke 20-whatever-year-old. That new manga, yeah, yeah. Mr. Sakamoto. I stopped seeing so, yeah, that, but it's like, that's an example. Dude, like Emma and them, they <laughs> get older and shit. Yep. So I was like, why the fuck are you rushing this, bro? Demons versus kids? Demons versus anything's fucking interesting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Look at Demon Slayer. They literally are like, what do people like? And they're like, I don't know, samurai? And they're like, what else? Fucking uh, demons? And I like, mean, to be fair, I still think, still think it's you know, not a good series, but yes, people like it. It's true. No, but you know what I mean? Yeah, Put demons yeah. with anything. They're like, what's this one about? It's like, well, this guy cries like all the fucking time. And it's like, and? and it's like, demons. 
Oh, yes. We also have to transition to My Hero movie coming out this August. It's about Mm -hmm. Deku, a mass murderer. He he put on his Aaron Yeager vibes, man. He put on the cloak the wrong way one day, and he just got turned up. Is it a fucking bad Deku? No, I'm pretty sure it was like some, oh, you've been framed or something like that. He was wrong place, wrong time or something stupid like that. I don't particularly care for anything. I'm so burnt out on My Hero. Okay, okay. Chapter 306. I will give all of the credit to. Fantastic chapter. I can't lie about, like, bro, I've been saying every time. You just got to wait for the right chapter, and when the right chapter comes out, it hits, right? Chapter yep. 307, kind of mid, but I'll, I'll, I'll ignore it for the sake that maybe, just maybe, once that one trash villain leaves my face one more time, you know, we can get back into maybe some decent stuff. Well, bro, but the thing I, is, I don't care about like... that trash villain. I don't know. So much stuff got just like steamrolled in this last fucking giant war going on. It's like even if you have a really good chapter, it's still super obvious to me. Maybe I'm just fucking reading like, may, shit. I, I'm just trying to be no, but like the direction is something positive. Like, right, dude, the direction, the writing, it could all be dope. But like, he very clearly does no does not want to write this anymore. I, I don't think that's the case. I think Horikoshi really likes his series. I just don't think it's like a for me type of series. You know, like I feel like well, plot dude, wise, like it just doesn't hit. I think he like has a number of chapters he like wants to hit, and then. You know, like it probably has a rough idea because you know, final arc for a, a shonen manga is like, all right, anywhere between the next five. You know, if it's one of those authors who are like, all right, time to cut this all off, or like a hundred. You know, if you're like Bleach and it's like, I want to reach my point, I want to reach my point. You know, I want to end it the way I want to end it, and you're just being forced to go. Or like Kishimoto, you know, it's like the series needs to go on. It's like, no, it doesn't. You know, it's it's like you got two options. Like you either end it right, one you want, or it's just trash. And I said two options. Because what I noticed with Bleach is I felt like the Eisen fight was supposed to be a slash thing. I, I mean, Bleach kept going when it just kept going when it just kept going. Like I like Bleach and all, but like, dude, it's over- overstaying your well. It lasted too long. Like it ran through an issue of becoming too repetitive. Because what's it called? It was like when Eisen was telling was like basically egging on. Um, Damn, how did I forget his name? Ichigo? Yeah. <laughs> forgot the... <laughs> I, was, I was like, you really gotta forget each I didn't even want to say it because I'm like, it's gotta be someone different. Because he was telling them how he controlled his life. His whole life, life was power. by his will, all that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I was like, okay, that's that's kind of cool. And then when you fight like when he finally faces the at like the last villain, the last villain is also like Yuha. I've also controlled. <laughs> yeah, it's like I was controlling, you're controlling, you're controlling, and then it's the Soul King was controlling his <laughs> controlling, controlling his controlling. You know, that's all Bleach is. So I like, outsmarted your outsmarted. You, you haven't lived your own life. That's all Bleach was. It's like Ichigo Kurosaki, your life was pre planned for you. It's like, bro, just give this man a break, man. Chill. It's <laughs> so hard. Stupid. Diddy. Uh, that's overstaying your welcome. But here, Nar- here's my logic. Nar- Naruto had the perfect arc to end on, and it stinking just blew it. Blew but bro, it for my hero, could be okay. If my me. hero lasts longer than this arc, I will gen. I will 
probably I'm not gonna drop it. I will say I'm gonna drop it every chapter well, I read. Bro, it's like, I just it's like seven. I just don't man. think this arc or like if this arc I, is like bro. resolving shit well, then like I I, I want to be. A, they could have put an arc between or like a mini arc or done some shit. No, they say final arc. Final arc is not final. Arc. Well, no, I'm no no no. Like final I'm talking about the saga, the Dobby stuff, the giant. Oh. Giant mountain size fucking super dude, no one can stop. What's his name in the vat of superhuman power for like 48 hours, and now he's stronger than All Might? I'm like, yeah, could have let that shit build. It's not not even my issue. My issue, my issue is the stuff when they brought back that one guy to take him over, and I'm like, y'all whack for that one. Like, mm -mm, get that Mm -hmm. on my face. But yeah, dude, I was just like, I don't know. The League of Villains, you got, uh, like twice died and everyone's kind of just fucking over it except Toga. Toga and Uraraka had like like my issue is like why why are they fought like okay the the League of Villains should be done at this point like you Endeavor I mean Endeavor okay this is like if you haven't ignored all the spoilers already but like if if Shigaraki and like thinking all for one did what they did and then you know it's also mainly all for one like, why would the League of Villains stay? They don't agree with him at this point. Just take the super bad villains you freed who would serve under you and just get those people to work for you. Like, why is, the League of Villains shouldn't be staying with you at this point. I don't think yeah. any of their interests align with thinking all for one, you know? Or, like, at least to be called the League of Villains. They, they joined under the ideology of Stain, you know? Even Dobby was like, I can use someone like Stain. Shigaraki was just as chaotic, so it would have worked anyways. Like, they did join under the assumption that, like, Stain was the guy, right? There was connection. And and nothing around that is correlated. Even if they have a good relationship with Shigaraki, he's not Shigaraki anymore. You have no reason to stay. Like, Bro, that's what I'm saying. Sunzo. Like, literally, I don't know. I just feel like that stuff could be like, its own. I, I'm, not, I'm not, I'm not going to say it now because they haven't actually resolved anything yet. So if they get to that point and they do, like, lay down the pieces... That's nah, one thing. Bro. That like, if Spinner's failed. still with him, no, I don't believe it. And I don't care about Spinner, but, like, this is no the guy who every time something happens, he's like, this feels wrong. It doesn't feel like something I should do. That's that's all he's there for. Every time, he's like, I'm going to have a character arc. All right, next person then. This is his whole purpose. Dude, he's just there to be, like... He's, he's just there for exposition, man. That's all he needs, <laughs> exposition. Like, this isn't the will of Stain. all like, he's bro, there for. You're a lizard with, like, what it, what are lizard powers? Bruh, like baseline knows? gecko powers, like not even cool ones. I haven't really explained it yet, but you know, he it was the it's the whole thing where it's like, oh, my type of uh quirk user is discriminated against. That's what he had before the My Villain Academia. And he had the My Villain Academia arc where he was like, I'm about to do something, he never did anything. And then it was during the war arc where he was like, I'm about to do something. And then like, again, Mr. Compression Mr. Compression had to save him. I'm like, bro, you're gonna do something one day. I know, I know, Horikoshi's not gonna bait that so hard because if he doesn't do something, you're gonna make a character I don't care about care even less. Like, I don't care about Dobby now. No disrespect to no, Horikoshi's dude, art, me neither. I gotta this sit like, here and, and say that cover photo, that cover page for the last chapter three hundred six, pure heat. Loved it. It was so nice. Oh, I haven't read it, but yeah, it's just like, bro, I feel like Dobby got kind of jobbed. Toga got kind of jobbed. Shigaraki came back too quick. I'm like, what's the rush, bro? People love your shit. Everyone loves your story. 
people are Bro, gonna i mean there's there's it. parts that i really like and then there's just parts that are like that you know it's like Mm-hmm. I don't know what to say, man. Like it's hit or miss. But like, listen, if he and his last arc is one of the good arcs, then I can at least forgive some stuff if the setup was there and I can oh, believe the setup. Bro, it's, yeah, it would be like doing a backflip and not tucking your knees, but you really stick the fuck out of land it. Like it's like ah, oh, impressive. Like I was trash, but impressive. Yeah, we were just like you know, kind of sloppy towards the end there, but goddamn, good landing. Exactly, you know, I'm trying to be optimistic, right? Because you already put so much investment in the series. It's not like my favorite thing. Like, there's some series that I'm like, I have more expectations out of you. So if you don't deliver, it's going to hurt more. And then there's something like this where I'm like, I have a little enough expectations that if you still do bad, like, I'll call out bad for bad. But like, if you do good, I'm thinking fair enough to be like, you did your job, right? Dude, worst case scenario, the art has gotten really good. Worst case, worst case scenario, the art's gotten better. <laughs> Yeah, like uh, that's the worst case scenario. If you look at like chapter one of My Hero versus like, nah, it's it's a big improvement. I I I really enjoy Horikoshi's art, man. He has gotten so good, real good. But all right, right. off of My Hero, let's get into some the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, right? Fucky. Sure. I mean, it has to be called Fucky. Yes, yes. I, I can't say that because I just, I can't bring myself to say things too close to a curse word. But yes, that would be the ideal ship name if you're going to go for it. Dude, that's got to be my first thing that okay. I talk about. Well, let's talk about episode one first. The, the pre-ship. No, no, no. Oh, let, me, let me talk about just all of this. Because <laughs> I didn't <laughs> you ever... You don't want to go in order? <laughs> no, no, no. Just hold up. I want to preface the whole conversations. Okay. Because I, okay. I never watched a show and like i didn't know what gay baiting was until fucking listening to like michael talk about it you know yeah yeah so i was like i was what episode two i was like is that a thing to to be fair like it's yeah. one of those things that Dude, like if you they, if, it, if it was one of those things that's like an adaptation doing, right? following two gay characters they and they did it that's definitely gay baiting but like if it's not then it's kind of a strategy. It's like it's like it's more like people like it's it's too on the nose that people want to say it, but like it's not actually, and it doesn't actually have to be that. People are just no, dude, along the line. That's it's like exactly because gay baiting is just like you're dangling this little bit of like whatever morsel of thing you want to see and they're just like we're never going to give it to you but tune in next week and you might see it because it's one thing if they promised it right it then, like, then the argument's there like, they 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 haven't they haven't promised anything but i'm not going to say marvel they never will i'm, I'm never going to say marvel like there's certain characters they will show no and it's never, one of those things that it's like you're how far are you going to go like, right no sam and bucky are never going to kiss but they're going to continue to put them in like weird, like really close, awkward, awkward positions. <laughs> yeah, they're just gonna be like, "Hey, sexual tension, like what's up?" And then it's just gonna be like, "No, nah, don't worry about that." <laughs> Disney did the same thing with Foe and Pin, or whatever Pin and Foe. What are their names? I go for Mulan, Poe and Finn. Oh, you're talking about Star Wars? I'm stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, they did the same shit with them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Finn Poe, uh-huh. Yeah, I was like, I didn't know that was a thing. A storm Pilot, I, I think, was their ship name. Bro, I'm definitely keeping an eye out for that shit, because I think they know what they're doing. 
it depends. Like, if a director goes out and says they know what they're doing, then for a fact, you know that's what they're doing. And then, like, Dude, you have they're never going to say that. No, <laughs> no, no. There's directors who will say, like, I did that intention. Like, that does happen. Now, I I don't think they're going to get killed for that one. <laughs> no. I, I think I, I think it's, it's, it's nothing too big. It's 2021. I'm pretty fun- sure they'd be fine with that one. <laughs> that would be trending in 15 seconds if the director for a hot episode came out and was just like, I really wanted to tease. Thinking showrunner was like, all right, I got to, I got to, like, tease this this is a plot point later on and like an offshoot you know bro can you that dude would be canceled that is one I think that is one community that is check. I'm you do sure not want to thinking anger you know, they're quick to boycott and they're organized yeah Kari Skoglin is a female she's the showrunner I think they know what they're doing <laughs> but yeah let's start with episode one this is this is the aftermath with uh it's been like a couple weeks since you know sam and bucky and everyone else like got back out in the world was it or this this was a couple months after when he gives a shield i don't remember the direct timeline right after when he does the shield thing could have been a couple months i know the series does take place a couple months after i just don't know when that scene happened it's before uh spider-man i know yeah that. yeah I know it's all before Spider-Man. I don't know if it direct the series directly, but even if it's six months, right? It's six months after the snap, which means he held on for the shield for a decently long amount of time. Just didn't do anything with it. Yeah, he just should be fine, I guess. Closet. Yeah. Yeah. And so it starts off, you know, he's dealing with his family stuff, you know, <laughs> what to do with the shield. He decides to give it up, give it to the government because, you know, government people, they always want their property back. You know how it is. Like, even though yeah it is technically government property it just it doesn't have an attachment to anyone directly associated with the government except captain america who's like tangentially associated with the, associated with the government who he's constantly said i don't want to work for you people start a whole war over that so it's clear that even yeah, he's if like, it I'm is not signing like, your papers he himself is like so loosely but the government's always going to take advantage of that one because it's like you got you got the brand on you you can't run out of that one and just like die and expect it's all going to be like oh yeah, yeah we're just gonna we're gonna keep you off the track right like no he, he's got the stars still, and considered, on his still considered something against the government at the end of the day right which is a nice contrast because he's like oh yeah tony stark was a one government man He's not going to get that level of credibility compared to thinking Cap on, like, who's top dog here, right? Bro, Tony Stark was a narc. Oh, man. But it is what it is, right? And so you have him. You have his character stuff with his family showing, like, what it's like post-blip. Some some setup for, like, what race relations were like, which I, I thought was really interesting to see, like, how he and his sister would have to go through their situation because they want to keep the house and all that, and they're running into tough times. I have to move and all that and she has her family to take care of and she was stuck in the world right and he wasn't so like there is that level of normalcy you get to see from characters who lived the five years and the characters who just came back like even in WandaVision right you see those characters who live there and every time like someone who just came back tries to like implement something like they're trying to like change the standard back to what it was there's always that pushback and that's like one of my favorite things with the Disney Plus series is they have the time to delve into like those minor things because that's what it really is. Like, it's not necessarily major plot points, but it's enough minor plot points that gives you the, all the world building and the setup for well, how bro, the, the reactions the are. Smashers are literally, and, and they symbolize that, right? Point. Yeah, they're they're built on that. And I'm glad, like, this is like one of your early series, so we can see yeah, what like, that the, dynamic is. I like their 
I, I, I like what they did with them this episode, yeah, same. Like, the latest episode, because it gives a good insight. But like a, they're briefly introduced in the first episode, right? Because you have Torres, uh, Sam's guy. He sneaks he into one dead. of the. Yeah, he probably should be dead. I mean, it did show the bruise happen, like right, like the moment he came. I'm like, people bruised that. It's like, but granted, in the sands of being dead, like being bruised that quick and how hard it was. I say that just for the scene he was kicked. Nothing after that, because he looked pretty fine in the second episode, right? But bro, like he should have had like the double black eye, like. It did. His whole eyes. his whole face was like stinking yeah. pinked out, purpled out right there. And that when he got kicked, and then after you left that scene, he's like all nice looking again. I'm like, okay, yeah. That he, was puts, he puts little, some concealer. Unreally thinking, put on the ice pack and like thinking unswollen itself. Like I was like, that's no, some dude, frozen peas. Whatever, frozen peas, man. That's, that's how you got to do it. But right, their whole thing is like a world without borders, I believe, something like that. They, yeah, they, they had, they, they have, had that that can, that that stinking chant they had, like you know that stinking propaganda chant they have, like one world, one order, some stupid thing like that. You know how it is with groups yeah. like that in the series. And so that's like what their idea is that the world we lived in that we managed to make is better than what people are trying to make it again. They exist because of this backfeed of people coming back, right? And you know, if a government official is going to come back, you know exactly what he's going to do right away, right? Exactly. You want your position back, you want your authority back, you want things to be back the way you set them up, right? And so that's that's the way it was. So you know, you never know what the changes with what were in like political borders in those five years. Like it's a different world, and they make it clear in the first episode to set up this episode, right? But gotta talk about that action sequence right in the first episode. How are you feeling about that, Troy Justin? Looked expensive. Like, you know, like, I know they had talk about doing movie budget for these types or for all their, like, Disney. For the properties, yeah. But, bro, that's like an entire season's worth of shit on the CW (laughs) jam packed into like a 10 minute sequence. Motherfuckers are flying through, like, you know how. First well, of all, C- CW if you're going into a on their suit, most expensive helicopter. Uh, CW on their most expensive episodes don't look that good, man. That's what I'm saying. It was like their entire budget for an entire season shoved into a 10 minute sequence. That's that's still you don't even know if it's gonna look that good either. <laughs> no, it probably never. I don't think no. Maybe HBO. Yeah, maybe HBO. AMC. I think pull that off. I mean, Game of Thrones, man. Like, I think they could pull that off. Because yeah, Game, Game of Thrones had Thrones, that budget, right? They did they, have that budget. They were doing like 15 mil per episode. Yeah, I mean, that's like around the episode range. per episode range for the Disney Plus of like 10 to 15, right? So it's, Bro, it's in that range. No, that first sequence was 10 mil alone. Probably more. Granted, Marvel does know how to do their stuff. so like, That's true. But dude, that shit was... That was banger, man. Clean. Like Batroc, the leaping, bro, the constant like jumping from like helicopter to helicopter to like Falcon, like yeah. having to get in a helicopter, do his stuff, move, try to save people. Like it was, it was nice to watch, man. Dude, and immediately bodies, people dying, you know, it immediately back. showed because like in a movie called Captain America, you're obviously going to focus on Captain America. That dude punches people and uses a shield. Yeah. So you spend most of your time on the ground with him. But like, you know, fight in the air, man. Yeah, that was, like that was it something. shows. 
Iron Man is really good in the air too, but like it just shows but, how but useful Sam you have, actually is. You have Sam, is. right? And he's yeah. also a soldier, so he knows his hand-to-hand stuff. So you get to see the balance of like two characters like yeah. that. You put them into this guy and it's like, this hits. It works. Yeah, like Steve, you know, I mean, obviously Granted. plot. There, there's not, a plot reason. Away. To get Steve's, him in the helicopter. Steve's action scenes, if, if they were well, to no, like that, they look I, awesome. They would have looked so Yeah. Steve's not going to be in that helicopter, you know? Like, it's like you need motherfucking Falcon for that shit. I mean, I promise you he would. You know, you know no, for a fact, Steve. Obviously. Steve would be that's what I'm out people, jumping head first plot, without it. It would literally thinking. be some plot thing of how he gets up there. But, like, realistically, you need a motherfucker in a wingsuit going mocked. No, no, he, he wouldn't be able to do it like Falcon could that time. Like, if in yeah, the same dude. circumstances, he's on one plane. He didn't get to that. He might got the job done on one plane, but, you know, he's it's not the same thing. No, it's going to be plot, 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 plot. And Steve, de- like, like, this. Things crashing. He grabs there's onto no, someone. Yeah, makes the there's next no one convoluted thing. nothing. This was just Sam getting it done, being way cool. That was cool going to sting, man. I was like, damn, he was cooler in that sequence than he has been in the entirety of the MCU combined. Apart from the on your left, which like, that's not even him being cool. That's just I think like, I think because the way the because it's a movie, right? You don't have time to focus as much on an individual. And this is this is what I said about. Well, that's what TV I was saying. Shows. It's TV he's always in. He's always in Captain America on an individual character. They can give yeah. a, they can give multiple characters shine, right? Like that's what I like about it. I know sometimes the TV show style might not work for everyone. I think this is underrated, especially when you can combine a marriage between TVs and movies and to make a better universe out of it. Just like I think it's gonna work. That mini series because now we can delve into a character psychology. Now we can get into side characters in ways that a movie can only give you like twenty minutes designated to a side character, something like that. If you're lucky, like a weird example is freaking Queen's Gambit was pitched and bought as a movie. That then got like changed into a what however many episode miniseries. Uh huh. And that gave them a chance to like go into side characters, go into the Russians a little bit more, like do some extra shit outside of just the like. Just the because when you have a movie, it's it's plot, develop the main character or as many main characters as you can try to in that time. And you know you got you got to service the fans of the movie you know you, you have a couple jobs you have to work with already going into everything is like too much for a movie to take unless you make it too long and then maybe it feels too drawn out or like too stuffed all right well yeah, that's why they do we can focus on thinking guys. bucky and sam right and i have to redact something i said about sharon carter when we we're talking about this a couple months ago that she was like an antagonist no i forgot she's an enemy of the state so that's probably going to be her role in the series so she's probably going to help them you know Granted, we'll probably get more of her. I didn't hate her character. She just felt lackluster, right? When it comes to the plot, especially in like Civil War, where her plot was just uh, bring the shield, right? And it's nothing much. Bro, she's like, gonna she's gonna bone Bucky. That that that's what it is. That mm-hmm. that's Bucky's arc. Mm-hmm. Okay. They're literally gonna like tease the Sam and Bucky relationship out to episode there, five. And they're going to go to episode six and then be like, all right, sharing kids. And then him. it's just going to be like one of those. And Sam's, a, Sam's in the car and he's, and he's going to do in his head, head shake. He's going to be like, yeah. He'll just be like staring at him without blinking. He's going to be like, it's going to be, it's going to be all over again. Don't worry. But yeah, I will say there was a cameo tease for episode five that like the director said, uh, 
I think it was the director. It was someone who said the cameo or whoever shows up, they want to see with Thor type of thing. Like a character they would said would fit along with Thor. Is is it baiting like WandaVision? We'll find out, but who knows? Wait, what was that? I didn't hear that quote. Uh, It came out today, I believe. Today or yesterday. I don't think I sent it because I did, don't think there was enough in for me to be like, yeah, this is this is good enough to send because I feel like it was too vague. But that was the idea behind it was just like that one line. A freaking Winter Soldier or a, a fucky cameo wants to be with Thor? No, not to be with Thor, but a character who would work well alongside Thor. So I don't know if oh. that's personality or like it's like like a character we see that's no, just like dude, a big after cameo. WandaVision, after Paul Bettany's shit, my gut is telling me that it's gonna be a personality. If, if it was thing. if it was the director, right, then that's one thing. If no, it's one of the like, actors, then I'll say it's different. Even the directors, dude, they're all so well trained to not because they know at this point how they, smart... they know they know what well, to reveal and what not to. So well, no, but I'm saying it, I think they know how smart little... the fans are. So they oh, yeah. can't they can't just say something like if you ever hear oh, interviews, this person with, like, would go really well with Thor. Nah, if you ever hear interviews with like directors, the they know what they they know they keep track of this type of stuff. Well, no, yeah, but they're gonna immediately think of someone on Thor's power level. So they're gonna start. That's how we got Sinestro. Was like. Oh, there's twins cast in the show on IMBD, and the twins come from a deal with Sinestro, so that means everyone has to. No, you mean Sinestro. Mephisto, but yes. Or yeah, whatever. Because you bring the X Men in there. <laughs> or that's fucking Lantern Corps. Uh, oh no, you're right. You're right. Ah, oh, my stupid. But dude, similar. They all sound so. It's so ridiculous. Comics are so wild. But yeah, you know what I'm. It's literally. What's the dude? What's the Rock guy from Thor Ragnarok? That oh, type uh, of TV Korg. Yeah, it's going to be someone like Korg, who's got like, that type of personality. If Korg that, is still on Earth, I'd die if he showed up in the series. Or motherfucking Noob, whatever, 69. Noob Master 69, bro. Falcon already met him. I don't know what's going on. He's, that he's dude's going to show up Hilarious. or some dumb shit, you know? It's going to be something like that, where it's like a really We'll find out. We'll find out. I feel, like, I feel like they're still going to like leave room. This is this is the grounded type series. Or Chris so Hemsworth has brothers, dude. What if they get Liam Hem- Hemsworth to be like a fucking pizza delivery guy? I don't think Liam's been in any of the movies yet. So if he, they bring, he could in be one a throwaway character. And could it be could a just be a thing character. where it's just like, yeah, dude, these brothers would probably love to be on screen together. Depends. Well, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll find out. But let's get into the Bucky stuff because I think we covered most of the same stuff that happened in the episode. So the well, Bucky dude, parts. I do want to say I like just from the like. Because Peter Parker's so young that we've never seen him. Maybe we will in this new movie, but we've never seen him be poor Peter Parker, which is like total comic. Yeah, yeah. Like I how mean, we all love this. Him. This Peter Parker has a different setup, so I, yeah. I don't know, like if so it's, it's post if it's post high school, then maybe it's a possibility. I like that they're like... just kind of they did it with Wanda and Vision too. Like they didn't buy a mansion; they bought a shitty house. No, they bought a regular house in Jersey. Yeah, Tony Stark wasn't paying these people. They they made yeah, it clear. these motherfuckers don't have money. They don't have. To be fair, they are. He is, did give them. It's like some status. good stuff, right? Well, no, definitely. He like they said. The only he, issue is that this this is a fact. He did die, and you know, well, like yeah. the five years was the five years. So whatever you had then is 
kind of gone. So. But dude, yeah, but like Sam yeah. uses Stark Tech for his drone. Like he's got dope shit for sure. But yeah, like I just like the idea that Marvel superheroes don't have oodles of money. Like yeah, it's interesting to see. Like Sam, Sam's like using his money probably to like fix Red Wing up and like keep on yeah. jobs and like move out and things like that because he probably has to pay yeah, for that like, on his own. Bucky probably doesn't have a whole lot of money. Like I feel like there's limitations to how his work with the government goes because I, I feel like there's some divide between that, especially because you think of like Civil War and what's the state now. Like is his job just his connections with people, or how close is he with the government now? You know, after everything that's happened. Dude, yeah, and, like, are they paying and, him? And Bucky, you know for a fact, ain't getting paid for Jack. That's just... No, that's just Bucky's not getting paid. Like, when in episode two, like, Bucky's doing pro bono work when he's fighting those dudes on those trucks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, do, yeah, like, is Sam working off his debt to the government because it he was very well could be that. Like, is it, that why he's not getting paid? Like, it, it, the- there's there's a lot of factors this that like haven't necessarily been explored but could exist in the background because just because of the nature of what's happened before right because bro i'm thinking you know those like <laughs> this is you know those dudes who like don't exist like government yeah yeah black those, ops motherfuckers those invisible people in the government yeah like they get paid pretty well they're what mm-hmm. you know it's like and it's that weird shit where it's like we wired, we wired money to your account. Yeah, you, you got to be paid to not exist, man. Like, you got to do it. They're not paying an Avenger, bro? Like, what is the deal with that? I think it's super interesting that an Avenger is broke. But like, I, 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 I can to... see this. I can see the sense in it because they aren't affiliated with the government or anything. Like, you, you, have, you have, like, the free living when Tony Stark was alive, right? He had everything going for that. And after, like, the five years, like, a lot of that stuff got disbanded. Like, it got tossed aside is he still had to make it back to Earth, then he had to, like, live his own life. So after that, like, he kind of moved on from that. You go back into that, it's not like he set up a fund. If he's a philanthropist, his money's not going to be like, let me take care of these superheroes, right, for, like, their next lifetime or so. It's probably going to go out to other stuff for his family and, like, to the general public or something like that. That well, seems no, like the like... angle. So, like, if an Avenger's no, getting no, no, but paid, like, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. you'd wonder who's paying them. I work in construction, right? Every single job I work, I get, like, a my whatever my wage. work like you either get paid a regular wage or by contract well yeah you get paid if by we're contract. working on a road i get paid more because there's the hazard and the chance that someone might drive and hit me mm-hmm. so um no one got a hazard pay ever for anything, Sokovia, gonna... <laughs> <laughs> fucking Ultron. No Bruh, one... being, being a superhero is all goodwill. These people won't pay no hazard for this. You're risking your own life. I don't want you. I'm talking uh, to Stark nah. Industries, bro. I mean, okay. The thing with that Tony, a business owner, he should what know he better. gave them access to. Like, I feel like if I were to live in those circumstances, like, it's like one of those things. If he, if you asked for something, you'd probably would have gotten it. You know. No, no, no. But like. You know, like, my mom works for, like, Alaska Airlines. She gets, like, 401k shit on her paycheck. Mm-hmm. Were they getting paychecks? Or was it literally just a thing of, like, I got you a house. Check out that cool armor I made for you. I'm out. I'm going to go To be fair, if he sold his school. armor, that's, that's, like, you have money's worth of stuff on you for, like, most Avengers. That's, they have those resources. It's just direct pay. Did they get enough? Well, no, but like, you know their time traveling suits. Was he just like 
did Hawkeye come up and be like, yo, Tony, what about like yeah. payment? Can I keep like, this? Okay, I got you a time travel suit, bro. Yeah, like, I wonder I wonder how the dynamic between that worked because I know the director definitely threw that in there to like tease the notion of it, but like at the same time, because of the benefits they had just from like if they lived there and worked as Avengers, you know, they probably were set up. Now the thing is, they did turn their backs on Tony during Civil War, right? So you have that period of time. It's like, why the hell would he pay you? You know, like he kind of threw that off. So if you were getting paid, you weren't getting paid anymore. Because after that, you jump into stinking Endgame, where everyone's back. And like those five years, and it's like, does he have a reason to pay you at that point? He stopped working that whole time. He was an Avenger. So that whole time frame between Civil War and everything else, there was no reason for anyone to be being paid at that point, you know? But yeah, but what about like, like that was it? Contract. Like the government could have been paying those people who stayed with Tony, but that's it, really. I know, like, like Sam, so Sam right now, my running like, theory has Sam to be, wasn't in the position. And well, Sam has like, to be working off some sort of debt to the government. Otherwise, believable. Otherwise, he's doing pro bono work. I mean, he's a hero, so I wouldn't. His character, based on what's been set up, I would believe that. And like Bucky post brainwashing, I believe it too. You're still alive for Bucky's case, so he would. I wouldn't find it unfeasible. But yeah, let's get into the Bucky. But there's stuff. no like Avengers. Who does he call to be like? My sister needs a bank loan. He he's got like important people on his fucking Rolodex phone. Like he opens that black book, Bo. He's like, bro. He should have called Pepper Man. He just didn't have that close. To be fair, I don't know most of them knew Pepper by any means. Not even like, Pepper, bro. He could call like senators. Mm, sen- I don't. That's that's iffy, man. He's black. I don't know what you want <laughs> out of this man. He's a, an Avenger, bro. He could be like, "Yo, how old is your son? 13? I'll show up at his birthday." Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's the Black Avenger. What do you What do you want out of this man? Like, you think he's oh, gonna do stuff? That shit. It's a. I'm jumping around, but it's that line in episode two where he's like, "I know." That's why I'm trying to finish episode one. He's, right? like, <laughs> he's like, "Would you be a little black boy?" <laughs> but yeah. The Bucky, let's get into the Bucky stuff, right? First scene was him in, in remembering that, that when he killed the guy's son, which I thought was like, it took me a minute to realize until I actually saw a post on it. Because I wasn't paying enough attention to just look at the guy's face. I was just watching the scene, trying to like watch the episode. So when it's like revealed that it's his son, and I like, oh shoot. But yeah, he killed the guy's son. Then he goes to his uh, stinking counseling and he just doesn't want to reveal anything probably because it's just like the scars are too deep that he just wants to talk about. It's clear that he regrets it, especially considering who he was before the brainwashing, right? And like losing Steve and like losing that and all he has. Bro, we some really good stuff in episode two, but like he has to go through his PTSD. He has to try to move on and he's trying to readjust into this modern world that he already had to deal with a change, right? He woke up, he became normal again. He had to adjust. Five years of his life are gone. You're in a new world and now Steve is gone and you have to adjust again. Dude, yeah, and like people in Wakanda were cool to him, and then now like yeah, he had he had peace of mind there, but now he's back. Got attacked by aliens. He's back in the world. What he remembers is so recently, like he just lost everything again. He had to go through it all over again. Yeah, throw him back in there. Like he's struggling as a person. I just like the scene with the senator where he's like, "Oh, you have to go make amends," and it's like, "Okay, don't hurt people. Follow your three golden rules, all that." That fucking smile he gives, breaking all of them. It's too funny. But then you have that date scene where he just can't adjust to it 
properly like she's asking him questions and like he's like oh yeah i'm like 100 something years old you know and she's just like yeah yeah i just don't really believe you or anything like that but ask him all these questions and asking all the questions of why you ask him yeah you know how it is but he he just can't adjust because these are things that it's like if no no one's gonna understand what he's saying to begin with he's just he's too out of touch with the times now yeah he relates more to that's why he likes hanging and, and out with he's the old friends guy. with his friend i think his name was yori and he's like trying to apologize to him and he's trying to make amends but like this is because of something he's done in the past a scar that he can't move away from and he sees he sees his son's image and he's like yeah and you know you know he has that regret where he wish he can he can do something about it. he just can't i just really like that character arc for him it's like how can you move along are you even able to move along and what are you going to do to try to fix your life? And I think that's where his relationship with Sam is going to be a very big focal point because he doesn't have Steve, right? Steve was like his anchor. That's who he leaned on in his trying times, right? And that's gone. Dude, yeah, like, and Steve was the only person to actually, like, who still saw anything worthwhile in him to, like, trust. Yeah, up until he gets... And I'm pretty sure Steve fa- facilitated the Wakanda thing. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was through him. Through his connection with T'Challa and shit. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, dude, Steve was hooking him up and doing, like, being the real one. And his only one. And then he freaking loses that. I know. And, and that's how we transitioned to episode two, right? When you leave Sam with the legacy of Steve Rogers and he has to live with that role because ignoring the uh, ending scene where they introduce uh thinking what's his name uh US USA US soldier US agent uh US agent I think US agent it's, it's like one of those things where I know and my brain just farts the last moment and it's like well they call him Captain America yes he's Captain America in this sense I just want to go by his comic name you know but yeah new Captain America right and they have they see that and Bucky's like he looks disappointed, honestly. Like, I know people say he was mad or he was angry. I feel like he was just disappointed. Because I feel yeah, like it reflects better in this episode, that scene, where we'll jump into this scene real quick. It, there's a conversation between Bucky and Sam that happens later in the episode where after their mission, they talk with the counselor because Bucky has to get arrested and all that because he's violated one of his meetings. So he has to get arrested because, you know, that's it's a breach of uh, thinking his contract. So he's talking with Sam and they're going through their couple counseling and they want to know what's going on. And he has to admit that like, you gave up the shield. You gave up my, my memory of Steve Rogers, my best friend, the guy who was always there for me to the end of the line. So that line would make me cry. If I was like doing a marathon, I'd sing and be bawling at those to the end of the lines. Cause you just think about the stuff that happens in the future, that context, I'd be like, <sighs> it hurts, but yeah. He, he's he's not there anymore. His the line is gone, and now you're left with mm-hmm. Sam. Sam has to be there. He's your Steve, and he gave up the one thing. He doesn't want to take the role. He doesn't feel like he can be worthwhile the role, and and he's the one guy that he's like. If Steve gave you the shield, it means that he thought you were the guy who was worthwhile. You're the good guy. You're you're not a great soldier. You're a great guy, and now you just took away the shield. The shield who belongs to what's supposed to be a good guy. And he just, he tossed it aside because he can't, he doesn't feel like he can live the responsibility. And like, he just coming to terms with that and realizing that he's hurt by that. You just feel that like backlash of like, dang, he has a good point. Like 
you understand why Sam did what he did, but at the same time, you're like, what Bucky's been through and all he has, and you just kind of like take that away from him, and then it's to some guy who's like a stinking dick to you guys. It's like, uh, dude, yeah. yeah. And then us is like the viewer. We know that Bucky's also dealing with the freaking thinking his trauma from the past. It's like he yeah. doesn't he doesn't have a safe place right now. Yeah, it was like that's why. I, fucking watching the shield get in someone else's hands like was so hard because he was like bro that was like one of the last things i fucking had i know it it hurts but yeah episode starts off with that you start off i will say credits to thinking wyatt russell and how he's done the acting first thinking what's his name what's what's his actual name let me double check but like i think wyatt russell brought a great sense of humanity to stinking US agent, right? Oh, is that the actor's name for him? Yeah, White Russell's Kurt Kurt Russell's son. John Walker. Bro, right? yeah, he um I think that for now I know like when when they picked him, it felt kind of like on the nose. It's like, all right, he has he has that interracial relationship with his wife and his friend, you know. <laughs> So mm-hmm. it's like, all right, here's our ideal Amer- uh, American who can appeal to the groups, the minorities, the majorities. You know, he fits. He fits the bill. Yeah, he's it was like, like this one is of your the best. Twenty twenty one. He's like one of those agents who has like, oh, you won what was it Nobel Prize or some like honor multiple times. He's like, he's like your yeah, American Medal of Honor boy. He, he's your good boy face for your stinking company, right? So that's the guy you pin there. And but the way they characterize him, he's like, I just want to do my job. I want to serve the nation, right? So when he comes into conflict with like Bucky and Sam, I understand his position because he does work for the government. It is clear. This is like if Steve Rogers worked for the government, when you see people try to do stuff on their own and they're like interfering with you, it's like, it's what thinking Iron Man had to go through. It's like, Steve Rogers, I have a job. You're interfering. If you keep interfering, you're going to cause a problem. Like I have to get my job done. And that's, that is a part of the conflict. Iron Man could just, back his shit up you you want to be you want to have good relationships with these people because you know these people and what they stand for and who they are but like you work for people who if they conflict with them you can't have that relationship it's it's a no-go right there right so there is that divisiveness that has to exist but like you also have um his friend Battlestar I forgot what his name was uh stinking bro that shit was probably my favorite part of Lamar the Austin. entire series so far. <laughs> he said, what's your name? He said, yeah, he's like, Lamar Hoskins. He's like, no, but what's your name? Battlestar. Stop the fucking car. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that was too good. But yeah, let's get back to the start, right? They start with that. Um, uh, Sam gets his information on what's happening with the Flag Smashers. That plot point's built up, and then he decides to go on the mission, right? They go on the mission. They go to stop him. Bucky joins along. You have... Bro, I love the tension in that moment where it's a comedic moment. The trailer made everything seem so fun and comedic, but there's a lot of like groundedness and like tensity in a lot of their scenes because they're, they're, it's just the nature of like Bucky, what he sees Sam doing. He's like, I, he's trying to bail, he's trying to have that relationship because of what it is, but he, he's struggling so hard just because of the events that just right happen there. And you have to adjust to things, but like, they go on that mission. They had that fight on the truck. Granted, a lot of that fight was like, this is very convenient because no one's like getting flung off the truck when it makes sense to get flung off. Like y'all are taking some punches. Like Bucky, 
somewhat makes sense. Sam has armor and stuff, and he knows how to like maneuver in combat and stuff. So it's not like being hit like a non-combatant where if you're getting hit, you're being flung across a room. No, you know how to adjust your body in ways that probably could work to your advantage to where you're not going to fling and stuff like that. And, you know, John Walker had his shield, which will absorb the vib uh, vibrations and stuff like that because that's what vibrating them is for and stuff. It's like, there's factor, but like Battlestar? <laughs> dude, dude was he, was, he was available way too long, man. Yeah, he, um, that's funny you said that because I had the same... I was, I really liked episode two because I thought it was interesting to see. I like the dynamic of episode two. And what yeah. You bring yeah, like, and Sam together. It just Seeing worked. them together, well. they have a funny chemistry. And, it, and, and it's funny, John Walker and Lamar Hoskins relationship, I also enjoyed, but in a different way. It just was Dude, like, yeah. <laughs> it was just work. It's, yeah, it's two, it's literally like two lone cops being forced to work together versus it's, it's, bro, it's like it's like cops. it's like the other guys man <laughs> yeah it's yeah but um yeah like i overall i had no beef with the episode but like comparing the action sequence between episode one no it was not as good as an action one, sequence well even like visually it wasn't as appealing or whatever but like i was taken out by the fact that bucky struggled way more than Battlestar did. Yeah, I feel like Battlestar was too available. Now, this, this this thing is, Bucky did start off taking a hit. Like, he didn't expect to get a hit, and, like, he was not in a situation to, like, compose himself as well as two no, people he, entering a fight clean. He got thrown into a headlock. People were holding him down. Yeah, he, he got, got thrown, thrown, thrown to the windshield. He then he got most grabbed. most of his time running, he, like, crawling around the fucking thing. He... He did not start off Bam the fight in the best conditions. Him. He thinking had to start off a fight with like minus health points, right? He he already took his hit. He has like a level of exhaustion behind him. Like he had to, he had to like he's adjust. a super soldier, bro. I mean, they're also super soldiers in like a yeah, but they fight. don't have metal arms. Yeah, but like it, a vibranium. Metal, he's he's not the same sense of super soldier as like Steve. I don't think he's as strong as but Steve bro, Rogers was built. His arms Wakanda tech now. Now his his arm is Wakanda tech, but to be fair, he didn't throw a lot of punches with it either, right? He didn't do shit. Yeah, he was he blocking as most much of the as time. Battlestar did, bro. And Battlestar's a fucking <laughs> Battlestar's okay. name is Battlestar, bro. Bucky Bucky will get his time to shine. I believe that his circumstances no, were just will. not. I was just the saying <laughs> because you commented on that fight, I was like, it took me out that like Battlestar uh, was in that fight for as long as he was, while. Sam spent most of his time trying to get back onto the fucking truck, and Bucky spent most of his time crawling around the end. I what I found funny was when Sam just grabbed Bucky and dipped from the fight. <laughs> he just left the two up there. <laughs> I'm like, these people can die, but okay. It was yeah, and like I found that hilarious. I was like, they really just dipped. Okay, and cool. bro, I'm. The, the second what's-his-name gives up his shield, those super soldiers were... Because he's not fast. It's not like his reaction speed's superhuman or anything. No, he's like he's like peak human. He's like what you'd say Batman is, you know? Yeah. Even though, like, Batman never makes sense in the comics. Like, oh, yes, this guy is like... Okay, some... so now picture Batman... Oh, God. ...who just threw his utility belt off of a fucking moving vehicle. 
And there's like multiple super. There's multiple Captain Americas. Okay, they're okay. going to. If, break if we're going to that back. logic, you know darn well he's gonna fight a bit before Bane breaks his back. He's gonna have some hits out. It's gonna be like, oh shoot, he's going on his X Games mode. Think out about here. three. This is what they would do, bro. They would grab the back. Right. If it's comics, if it's comics, even though you want to say the back's being broken in like ten seconds, now nah, they're gonna give him a solid min of heroism. Then they'll break the back. Just wait, no, wait, you know what wait, I'm... wait. You guys gotta realize they're not like. They're not skilled as Captain America. They just have like no, no, I no, I was, I was, I was gonna say that. I'm like, they're not. They're just like regular people beefed up. It's like there's only so good. You throw a couple punches. That's all you have. So like, bro, thinking John Walker has at least mobility and tactics behind bro, him. He has, we like, watched Captain yeah. America hold back a moving helicopter. Captain America's just that guy, man. He just flex out here. Super and, soldiers. Whoop. Even if you don't. No, Krav no, no. McGraw no, I don't. I don't shit. think any super soldier can pull off what Cap did. I think there's like a level of he knows how to do Bro, his stuff. If I got the super soldier serum right now, I don't think I I'm stopping punch, a truck. I could punch I, you in the chest and break your rib. Die, yes, but I don't think you're stopping a truck. Not me. All though. I'm saying, no different. Because I'm, I'm just talking in reference to being taken out of a fight, like in the way. Yeah, being taken out of fight. Presented. If you get your so one he, hit out. He throws his shield. He's got his back to three super soldiers. Throws his shield. Battlestar lands, gives a thumbs up back to him. He gives a thumbs up to him and then turns to these guys and is like, well, let's fight. I'm sorry, what? It doesn't, it doesn't last lost that long. Only fucking Trump. The only reason <laughs> those punches aren't breaking bone is because you had a shock-absorbing shield that you no longer have. Yeah. The next punch anyone throws. I mean, okay, his suit probably has enough in it, right? It's not like it's just like pure crap. Steve, it's not Stark Steve, tech or Steve still had these. Yeah, Steve never had one thinking that level of tech though. I mean, his suit is made to do something. Yeah, it's not. Steve he's not super soldier. Apart when he's fighting Thanos. I mean, a Thanos punch is probably stronger than a super soldier punch. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just saying. I watched. <laughs> yeah, I get what you're saying. I, I, I get you know what you're saying. You know how UG and like pick a anyone real different man you know those scenes where it'll be like two guys just tag team bro nanami and yuji versus mojito and stinking toto and yuji versus hanami awesome that should have been how that played out was those super soldiers beating the living (laughs) out of because what he just threw his only i was like this fight sucks but yeah, they're not like tactically as skilled. So like their punches are like, you know, it's like when two regular dudes fight. It's like, I think I can fight. Let me throw some like straight jabs. They ain't doing no, no combat they're, they're kick or anything than like that. that. Dude. They're like the... No, no. I, I agree. They are better than that. But it's they're the, not like it's this like it's not like fighting a soldier. Yeah. It's know? it's these guerrilla soldiers who aren't real soldiers, but they they're gonna give the serum to their best fighters. And oh yeah, they're gonna they're still gonna give it to their best, but like unless they're confirmed yeah. to be like some trained super soldiers out here, then that'd be one thing. Well, no, yeah, but like I'm just saying, because if if John Walker was fighting a Steve Rogers, I know this dude would have been taken out in like ten seconds. You know, yeah, and if if Bucky didn't have rule two, he would kick John Walker's head off of his shoulders. Exactly. But that's that's Bucky because he's the fucking Winter Soldier. Right, the guy can three, do stuff. Okay, they're not super soldiers because Steve was a soldier. They're three superhumans. Mm-hmm. Three superhumans versus a motherfucker in a spangly outfit. No. Still got beat up. You know, he took his hit. So I'm saying that hit should have fucking taken his jaw and sent it into Mississippi. I was like, what are you? 
depends on how strong they are. Because even Steve hitting people didn't necessarily like kill anyone. But I, he's Captain America. He's holding back. He's got Batman logic where it's just like, and it's like Batman meets comic logic where he's like, I used eighty two percent of even, my full no, force. Even to even not in the kill. comics, I, like I, there was like when you're fighting like Nazis, you think his goal is to hold back. I don't know because Captain no. America has straight up capped people. As, he's shooting in like. The first he, he, it's never been that thing where he holds he necessarily holds back on just everyone he does hold back they have well, said, no, but, like there's times but yeah because that's why what's his name is still alive like the reason the french dude is doing a squirrel suit back scene the, yeah is yeah. because cap didn't kill him in winter soldier that's why they fight aliens all the time so that cap can rip their heads off because that's way more appealing than watching him rip a French dude in half. But then I, I guess there is a point to make that like there are people strong enough to like fling people like that. Now full size people, how far is different? But who can't like just kill someone on a punch? You can hurt someone really hard. So it could be more to that lines where it's like you're strong enough to like really injure someone if you wanted to, but like not enough to just straight kill someone on a punch. Like Luke Cage, I don't think has like straight up capped most people on a punch, but he could. If he really went for it, you know. That's what all of those super, any superhero with super strength could probably dent your skull. Like if but they all choose because not you're to. you're thinking if it's if because your skeletal system is supposed to be as stronger or not stronger than steel, right? Mm. So there is that level of durability that people shouldn't actually have. That it depends. Like if you're a super soldier who can like sink and punch steel and dent it, then then for a fact, you know. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're <laughs> denting the metal exterior of those beds or of those trucks maybe so bro and there's three of them you know yeah, yeah. he still All got beat saying, up. they didn't they didn't fight him to kill him by any means they didn't seem like those people so i want to see where they're plot, gonna go with that because angle. in the moment i see plot in a yes. fight hey, okay I, the car being there was definitely big plot that's like some that. cw shit bro it like felt, they have to keep him alive for how good the first fight scene was this one felt so cw where it was just like i mean i will say it's still plot that there was enough helicopters for that fight to last as long at the end of the well, day no i'm not complaining i'm saying the so, plot where it's just like him surviving a hit like armor. that isn't like plot armor to me because i feel like enough people have survived from hits to spy super soldiers and strong people that at the end of the day i'm like well dude those if you are haven't super, died you're not those gonna are super die. soldiers who are intentionally holding back like torres's Head was on the ground and he got stomped. That's between a rock and a hard place, right? That not killing you, if, if that doesn't kill someone, then you taking a direct punch with no hard place behind you to like thinking uncushion your cushion. It's gonna, you know, you should well, bro, be fine from the direct hit. Even if he landed no, on the road. There's no reason to assume that the dude was trying to kill Torres, you know? Yeah, he might not have been trying to kill him. Because so I don't like, think I don't think the flag smashers have directly been shown to try to straight cap people yet. Yeah, so it was like. So I will hold that level of believability until that moment. Dude, all I'm saying, quote unquote, say they probably weren't, but the fight itself, I will say there was dude the fight itself was more convenient. his shield. It was it was more superheroes and less natural than what happened before. Yeah, it it was a CW. But I, I'm talking so much shit about the fight. I thought the episode as a whole was like super dope, and like I loved the right, like. Yeah. Let's get into the, the next interview part. with the freaking. They they, uh, lady they thinking before we after get there. The arrest, they after after that fight ends, they have to go back, and you have that scene where on their truck trying to like 
gather information and it's like oh yeah we hacked your stinking falcon right and the stinking falcon's like we hacked red wing and he's like the heck you do so he's like oh that's government property yeah he's like and i'm the government i was like oh you fucking narc <laughs> and then you have that stuff with bucky and he, he bucky does not vibe with these people at all he's already mad enough sam is like trying to like do the neutral grounds thing you know because he's worked with the government and all that and it's like Ross sam is not vibing with <laughs> bucky's not vibing with these guys and they're trying no, to be like, cool. it's like, oh yeah, you were, you were a uh, stinking cap sidekick, both of you. And <laughs> oh man, it's like, you guys are saying all the wrong things in the worst ways. Dude. Yeah. I love Sam had his like trigger where he's like, someone called him like the sidekick or the buddy. And he's like, there it is. I'm out of here. Uh, yeah. It's like, yeah, bro. He's waiting for that one. It's like, why, why does he always have to be like redacted? It's like, why is it always the black sidekick? And now we have Bucky as a sidekick. Now he has a white sidekick, which is a flex. Yeah, bro. But, I remember. Uh, to be fair, that's not what the series is gonna go for. I feel like they're gonna be on more equal grounds. But like that joke, if it's not made, that that'll hurt. <laughs> no, yeah, they have, dude. They have to be on equal grounds. No, for a fact, they have to. Like, I that would hurt if they weren't on equal grounds. Yeah, no, but it'd be a bad buddy cop if it was, and it's both of their names in the thing. Oh yeah. But yeah. Once once they leave there, they go back and then. Well, actually, honestly, still on that point, because mm-hmm. everyone's always saying Sam isn't as good as Cap from like a fighting perspective, but Cap and Bucky were very clearly always pretty much. Oh, stay-made. they were always close. Yes. So like, if Sam ever is significantly, Sam makes up than- for it with with his resources like in the comics he doesn't have tech so he's more resourceful in like some yeah degrees. but like if he but freaking like, starts you know. beating the mess out of bucky then it's like damn okay was steve not that good was steve holding back because it was bucky like what the fuck's going on no i don't i don't think we're gonna go into that situation where they're gonna fight but like sam does have his tech behind him so it's like a mixture of like the limitations he has with being human he can just suffice using what he has on on his person so we'll see where that goes but like bucky's like i gotta show you something so they go back and they go to i don't remember where they went chicago or something i don't don't remember wherever they went he goes to uh, stinking isaiah bradley's house right and that's where you have the scene where the kid's like hey it's black falcon and it's just like one of those things like when it comes to like black communities like that like just because of you'd be like oh it's a black person to a black person that's not necessarily how things work you know mm-hmm. there is that, there is that like mental like training towards kids that they are just adjusted because you know culture is still predominantly white that things like that people would be like oh yeah if if, if you were associated with someone else who wasn't black like you would still have that black card labeled on you. Like if you were a black superhero team, you would still be called the black and then rip off of something else just because that's what people would do. And that's just normalized. Mm-hmm. So him being called black Falcons, like one of those things, it's like so believable, but in like such a like, dang, it really is that way type of way, you know? Well, dude, and yeah. Then, and then there's like black. And then he hits him, and then he hits him with the, Oh, so what are you? The black kid or something like that. I was like, that shit was so awesome. That was hilarious. I was dying. I'm like, I hate that type of thing, but it's like, it's too real, man. Like, it's like, one day we'll hopefully get to a point where something like that is just not the norm in that it's like, okay to call people by their names and proper titles, you know? And hopefully that is like one of those things that is like trying to be pushed in the series. But he gets to Isaiah Bradley's house and like Bucky's like, okay, I'm trying to show you. And Bucky knows him because, well, he used to be a hydrager. 
and that's just one of the people they sent out for him right and then yeah that was a cool little story that 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 dynamic between where he's telling him it's like yeah i had to go fight you and yeah i took you like i took your arm man i did my job he's talking shit to bucky yeah and like they don't have a good relationship because they work together no they have he only knows him because of he had to fight him he was brainwashed that was just a bad time in his life and he knows about him and this is what they used to do to people they used there was more than just him as a super soldier because they make it clear in the context that he wasn't the only super soldier sent to fight him this was just something steve took long enough to learn about bucky which means that there was a time period where people were being used to do jobs that steve rogers didn't know he was iced so they were just doling out super soldiers for who knows what well dude and it's like a thing i don't know like the exact details but i've seen pictures and like listened to conspiracy podcasts about like the medical industry and shit Mm -hmm. but they like actually tested shit on black communities oh yeah i mean there's a lot of like yeah so i was like i didn't i didn't know who isaiah bradley was until recently and i was like damn marvel actually took a thing that's like true to history Mm -hmm. and then put like a super soldier i always find it fascinating when like lens on that there's still stuff i learn about that happened in america like in like minority communities but it's it's always interesting. I learned from fucking like comic. <laughs> like it, it, it's it's sad that this is what people learn it from, right? But then you realize how like minimalized it is in society, and it's like, wow, like there is more than just that. There are more instances. There are a lot of smaller, mo- more minor events that get highlighted in like mediums like television. That you need certain people who are willing to show these type of stuff because like, what you're gonna learn in school? What what, what Jack is school gonna teach you about things they don't want you to know about? You know. It's like the government's going to try to hide what it wants to hide. And so you get a piece of that. And then Bucky brings up bad memories for Isaiah. And then he just wants him to leave. And like thinking Sam is like, why didn't I? Sam is like, why didn't I know about this? Like that would be something to be mad about. Cause like, you know how hard it is for regular people to learn about stuff like this. You know how hard it is when it's specifically trying to be hidden when it's not even public knowledge. Yeah, dude, if I was Sam, I'd get fucking Brody on the phone. Be like, Bucky, tell Brody you just told me. Yeah, it's like, why is something like that, something that's a part of history, and what, he had to go to jail for it? Like, he had to be, like, disenfranchised because of this? That's foul. Is that from the comics? I don't know if this is exactly how it went in the comics, but this is, like, this is not too far from a normal thing that happens in, like, society. bro, that is dirty. They did that shit where they would send people... You send them to war, and and you never take care of them. It's like, why the hell would you... Why bother to be a... Like, I think war is a stupid concept in general. Like, yeah. So the fact that you would do that to people and just treat them like second-rate trash is disgusting. Like, what what are you worth to just do that to people? You can't just use people like that. Like, uh, irritates me. Dude, and then they're testing on him and shit, which, of course, they're testing on him. He's a super soldier, and you're just like... Bro, they need his oh. DNA. They need, a, they need to keep it going, man. It's gross. They want to see why it worked and all like, the... This fucking- is not even considering the implications of, like, yeah, where you can get Eli Bradley out of there. Like, this is just, like, discussing the, the subcontext behind this type of thing. You know? It's just how fucked up what and then like and then they leave yeah, the house. Of course Sam would be pissed off, dude. Yes. He has every right. Then they leave the house and you have that thing where the cops come and stop him. Yeah. That just gave me like jeez. I rolled my eyes because I was like, are they really doing this? Like because you know, 
Like when in, people watch it, I hope people don't have that thing where it's like, why would they insert like this is like uh well, shove down what, my throat type of thing. That's what because in the wake of my feeling in real time to that fight scene where I literally thought this felt like a CW episode, mm-hmm. to then see them do the cop pulling over the black dude trope, I was mm-hmm. like, oh my god, what CW showrunner fucking hijacked winter like I was like. Then they flipped it on its head, and they were like, uh, you're coming downtown, Bucky. I was like... Well, they didn't flip it like that. Like, that was natural just because of the, the circumstances of what he well, No, but that's like, you know, like, like... I don't think the CW has pulled off something that felt that natural, because what no. only in Black Lightning episode one, right? No, no, no. That was... That's, I was very... I like when I they said, did Black Lightning episode I said one, right? I liked the rest of the episode, except for the fight. Like, I was very... I rolled my eyes. I was like, oh, they're doing this. Then the way they did it, where it's like the one dude taps the guy on the shoulder. He's like, bro, like, that bro that's a the fucking Avenger. And then they immediately stop on a dime. And the other cops pull up, and he's like trying to wave him down. I was like, that is exactly how it's, cops it's exactly would exactly how it would play out. It's, it's like, totally bro, how cops would handle that. Is, that shit, that is bro. so convolutedly gross. But like, that's and just the way it would go. Technicality, bro. That's literally some shit. Like that's like one of those things that like they pull you over for tabs, but your like you know they pull you over for tabs, but your car smells like it's 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 annoying because like if there are like one time I was with my family and we got pulled over for like nothing, no no laws were being broken that a cop could like no speeding, nothing visibly. They just stop us. It's like what are you doing here? And then they come up with a ticket to write because like it's like Mm. look in the car. Don't write us a ticket for speeding. No, my sister wasn't wearing a seatbelt because our car was full and we just no seatbelts to spare. Yeah, and it's like one of those stupid things. It's like, why, why, why yeah. go through the trouble? That's I'm. It's like I'm already here, and now I need to justify what just like, happened. You have no reason to do what you did. You just did it to what, like, fill a quota? Like, what the hell are you doing here? Get out, dude. And then they get Bucky on a fucking probo. I'm like, that's. I was like that. That well, is stupid. so now because I've been granted. I've been dude, I've been watching a shitload of Breaking Bad, which I'm not saying Breaking Bad is totally follows cop procedure exactly yeah but there's a lot of dea federal Mm -hmm. police shit going on in that show and i was like bro this was not like the cw this was like felt like a real felt like someone felt like something i I could have experienced any other day in my life and i was like felt like someone who maybe has lived through something similar was writing that scene and you're like oh shit that's what's mm-hmm. up. Yeah, props to Matt Spellman. I don't think he wrote the episode. I know he's the head writer, but whoever wrote the episode, like props to them. Yeah, because it felt, <laughs> felt knowingly like relatable. Yeah, I was like, damn, son. The second cop car pulling up and that dude. Bro, when the second cop wanna... car pulled up and he had to wave him off, I was like, <sighs> the actor sold that so well. Like the fake. He's got like he like loses and, all the and, color. And they in his did face. it. They did it for he's the like, first episode oh, too with the it. bank. The bank loaner, and when he had to do that, and I was like, "Dude, that shit was fucked up." He's like, "Can you do the wings for me?" I'd be like, like how, I, "I don't like the guy. I don't like to be that guy who's like white people or anything like that." Head. Like, I would have punched like, that dude in the head. Like, I don't like to be that guy who says white people because I really don't care about racial things too much. Because, like, at the end of the day, I like try to like value people to like an equal degree. But at the same time, like when someone does something. And it just, it just usually is white people because there is that level of like natural ignorance. I don't know why it exists. It just have, it is the way it is. 
it's annoying to admit but like because i've like experienced it like being able to call it out is one thing it's just not like something i like to do but like when you see it happen it's like bro so there's gotta be some white guy doing this man like it's gotta be dude why it's literally just a yeah like <laughs> my name on playstation's white guilt and it there's a reason bro like i'm not saying i'm perfect i learn shit all the time but like <laughs> There's some stuff that where you just like are so embarrassed for you to Bro, like, the secondhand uh, embarrassment. Be I hurting. don't know him. I'm not related to him. Yeah. Not, I bet that motherfucker is like fucking. I don't know. I don't know that dude. But yeah. Moving on from that, that scene with Bucky and Sam, man, like scene was both funny and it hit in like a deeper level. Like, I really liked that scene. Probably like the highlight of the episode for me was that scene. Dude, them Bucky with got real. The counselor? I was like, yeah. Yeah. I was like, damn. Because the whole time Bucky is like eventually like letting off some steam, Sam is like deflecting because he just does not want to be there. He doesn't want to deal with the responsibility. So you have you have the balance between Bucky needs to open up and accept who he wants to be, and Sam needs to do the same thing, but just in two different ways. Bro, like I kind of see where I mean I totally see where Sam's coming from because he's got giant shoes to fill and blah 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 blah. But, like, I feel like he's being kind of a dick because, mm-hmm. like, even without knowing the shit Bucky's going through with murdering that his friend's son. It's more than just that, but yeah. Yeah, dude. He's 130 years old or whatever the fuck. He's got no legitimate friends in the world the closest thing he has to a friend is sam who's sam constantly giving him the i'm like sam's leaving him on or no 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 bucky was leaving him on red like he was trying to come in contact with him but still i'm like bro you know this dude just like clearly told you exactly how he's feeling you're gonna be a dick about it i was like Because, so I, I mean, like, to be fair, he, he is still trying to get away from that responsibility. So, honestly, I understand. Sam's got that thing. I don't know. I think toxic masculinity is the dumbest phrase in the world. But I will say, Sam's one of those dudes that thinks taking a bath is feminine. You know? I, I, I don't think it's to that extent. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that's just like, you know, he just seems like he's like, Men don't show emotion. Men like blah blah blah. Well, Sam's not I mean, gonna hug his friend. He's gonna like give like, him a like. No, no. I there's a thing like when you grow up like he's a man like man. a black family like it, it depending on how his upbringing was. There right. definitely was an extent that like you. He literally functions the same way. You you like get grandpa you, you, from Minnesota, you get, like dude. made fun of people for showing emotions sometimes. Like you try to show emotions around some of your friends. Like it's just something that happened. So, like, Dude, but bro, if, that's what I'm if saying. That's how it was. I understand him well, no, not no, no, wanting no, to but be hold open. Up. He knows Bucky well enough to know that this dude is not a well of emotion. I know there. There's an extent where he should have understood that's what, what Bucky was willing to do. So, so to, to be see, fair, to Bucky was Bucky, Bucky still struggling to get that to that point. So there's still like a level of holding back that he's doing. Well, so it's both of them. No, but like work through something. You know, Steve was not the same he wasn't like as distant as bucky is 
Mm-hmm. So like Steve getting real with Sam, Sam would have been like, yeah, man, fucking, you know. Yeah, but Steve did grow up differently, and you saw but that bro, in his character. Like, but so. Bucky, like, the fact that this dude's opening up to you at this moment has got to tell you something, and you're going to be a dick to him. I was like, you're jotting Bucky. We'll, we'll, we'll see where that goes, because like, oh, I, I, I know dick. that's not – I know for a fact that's not going to be the end of that. So they do have well, to have – no, obviously. Yeah. But, yeah, it's just like – I'm like, bro. But you know? for that moment, I do understand that he doesn't want to accept in the first place. And being told that you disappointed him because you couldn't hold on the shield, even though you don't want that responsibility, it's like a slap in the face. It's like you, you're really just trying to throw this on me. Like, give me a break, type of thing. Like, why do I have to be the guy? Well, no, but I was talk the thing where he's like talking about Steve, where he's like, Are you gonna say Steve was wrong? Mm-hmm. Sam's just like getting no, that's, like, that's, that's, that's like, what I'm going done. along. Because yeah, he's, he's pretty, like, much, we're he's done pretty here. much putting the pressure of Steve on him. And it's like Steve be put irritated. the pressure of Steve on him, bro. That was that wasn't intentional though. It's like one of those things that it's like he gave you the shield, and his intentions was you're the one guy I can trust with the shield, right? And it's like, but he's like, I, I don't believe I can fill that role. And then Bucky's like, Oh, you gave the shield, and then this is the guy you gave it to. And he's like, Oh, listen, I already had to deal with the government like just stabbing me in the back, and now you're just gonna throw that pressure on me. I know well, the guy who Steve was, and you're just gonna slap it back in my face. Like you just think- at that point i think sam and maybe i'm not like super versed in falcon's comic run or even captain america really but like i feel like sam was under the impression that he had to hang up the wingsuit and put on the spangly uniform to hold the shield i don't know if he took it right away well no but like you know what i mean i know what you're saying like i think he thought holding the shield means you're captain america me Captain America means you wear the outfit, the fucking. But like, I mean, Sam the more with the wingsuit and the shield. If he gets good at throwing the fucking shield, and they start using the MCU shield physics, and it's bouncing off everything, and he's catching uh-huh. it in the air, he's going bro, to be, be a Going to be a fucking yeah. problem. Yeah. Let's let's wrap up this episode, right? So after they finish that scene. We get into that final sequence where they run into the U.S. agent one more time. And it's like, all right, do you want to work together? Do you want to smooth things out? And they're like, nah, like, you're, you're a clown type thing. And he's like, all right, stay the hell out of my way. So that scene happens. I know people are like, dang, that guy's trash because of the way he's been acting to him. He has every reason to act that way, though. That's I'll give him that much, like, liability there that he does not deserve the blame for trying to do his job because Tony would have done the same exact thing if Dude. this was him and Steve Rogers. I'm not like I'm I have to capture you terms, you know. It's it just, the same yeah. relationship. Yeah, it's just the way I don't know. He because we saw like exactly because Tony was feeling the events of Avengers 2 mm-hmm. were playing heavily, and like he was talking to the mom who like blamed him for her. Yeah, like death he, he and, went like, through the emotions, right? Uh this dude, cat the new Captain America is like the same level of like stay the fuck out of my way do the like i'm doing i work for the government i'm the right job yeah. like all that shit same level of reverence or whatever but he's just doing it as like a soldier he's just doing it like a regular guy as man, a government compared to like a tony where who where, yeah where tony was doing it as a superhero who plus, watched plus that was like it. one of his friends you know that was like one of the people he was cool with you know yeah so it was like the so yeah to see this dude like 
talking to them. He's like the unifying thing, like the shared enemy that like <laughs> Bucky and fucking whatever are gonna have. Cause it's like <laughs> you know, it's like we might have our beef, you might want me to be fucking yeah, but like America, if it, if it's like, the not side I want you guy, to fuck off. That. Yeah, yeah. It's like we can go stop the flag smashers and throw some middle fingers up to this dickhead on the way. And it's like word up. All right, two more scenes, right? That. <laughs> Flag smashers when they go to that one house and who knows where because if they did say I don't remember but like you have that scene where they get shelter somewhere in Europe somewhere in Europe has to be and like you see the people support them and it's like all right this would be something realistic because yeah you're gonna have people who support your movement especially people who lived those five years right and so they yeah, get their there. movements got teeth which is why yeah, it's, so it's good. not invalid and yeah. so like they they have they're like regular people who have a cause to go behind right. And so, of course, you're going to be trying to be shut down by the government because the government doesn't want you because the government wants to exist the way it exists, right? And then you have that scene where the one guy sacrifices himself because the power broker probably, maybe, or it was some agents or whatever, came to stop them. And Can I just say picking... that I thought that scene sucked too? I, I'll I like... agree with you. The way he sacrificed himself was really stupid. Dumb. It was CW-esque, right? <laughs> that, was, that was really bad. Yeah, I will say. Like, I like the spirit him of going to sacrifice. Like, them, them trying to hurry up and then him being like, all right, I'll sacrifice. Throws the pole down. Throwing the power line. Which, Light him down. Can I just say? At least hit a car. If you can throw a power line over, just as being a regular, he's just a regular super soldier. He took a hot minute to do it, but yes. Um, you can... They should have killed the U.S. agent, is what I'm saying. That <laughs> go outside have to push and plus... go outside and push against the power pole. Yeah, it's like just... it's like when a, it's like when a car hits it and it like the sinking gravity just thinking takes the momentum and cars don't break that shit, bro. You run a car into that and it might like lean over a little bit. I to see that I've... thing snap. Depend, depend, now depends on how hard it has to be hit, but you know, yeah, that's and like what like... car. It depends on like where it was built, right? It, it might not be like a good sturdy one either. Yeah, they're that's... out in like somewhere middle of Europe, like it could, could just be trash. <laughs> but bro, like even so, like, that's he, he still... threw it down and he got a little bit of bullets. I'm like, bro, you're kind of stupid. At least throw it at a car. Like, what you doing? <laughs> or like they all stopped, pointed or, guns at or him, grabbed something to throw at a car. He ran straight at them. I was like, okay. unarmed. Yeah. He didn't like grab nothing to throw at him and like yeah. distract him. He was just like stopped him from driving. He, he was a bad distract. He was a good enough distraction to get the time, but he was just a bad distraction in general. Yeah, it was just like a moment where I was like, I yeah. don't know. No, I feel I you think there. it, it could have been a cool thing to show, like how then again, super, it's, how it's super not like these supers are, it's not you know? necessarily cared about him, and that wouldn't have been the guy that I was like, Yeah, I'm waiting for that guy to do something. Like, I'm more interested in the aspect of the flag smashers as like a concept, not like as people yet. They could be more well, yeah, but like, you don't need to give a throwaway character some huge moment, but yeah. you also just wasn't the best moment. You can make the moment not laughable, <laughs> yeah. you know, like. But, if, it was upsetting, especially right at the end. I was like, yeah. Listen, we have yeah, one take other back scene out at the end that back is out, huh? a better scene. We, ha- we have a guy we can go talk to. Oh, I forgot about Zemo. Yeah, They're, they're going to go talk to Zemo. Bro, I want to see Daniel Brule bring out like some character for Zemo because Zemo looks like he's going to be here for 
a couple episodes, right? If not the remainder. I want to see what they're going to do and develop with his character. I'm so Because I was interested in his ideology in Civil War and how he decided to play both sides because it just worked. He Mm -hmm. was very smart and tact. It's a movie. You don't have time to explore every character. Thanos had two movies to flesh him out. Zemo had one movie that wasn't even fully focused on him to try to get the most time out of him. We have a TV show that can take time and explore him as a character between the dynamic of Bucky and Sam. Dude, and he's, yeah, really like what you were saying, he's got such a strong motivation that, like, that through line and then to maybe did, tie the flag did smashers he get in with him. Like, did he get snapped? What is him now? Like, where where did he le- leave off as a I person? Don't, and he's such a cool villain. Like, I'm so excited to see where they go. Yeah, yeah I like, feel like I the first episode was, like, five out of five. I thought it was fucking awesome. This one, I don't know, like maybe, maybe like a B, you know? I actually think I did like this oh, last episode more. I feel like it the first took, episode was set up, but I like it because... It took me out the dynamic. times. I, I like the dynamic between Bucky and Sam, right? I like the yeah. two separate stories they had in the first one. There, It was just, it was really simple groundwork to build up what they're going for, right? So like seeing where they're going excites me more, but that's just the way it usually is yeah. when I'm watching something, right? I mean, like thematically and shit, I thought episode two was awesome. But it's fair. If it, it, like, it doesn't but matter I, to me if you like episode one more because yeah, I, there's enough for me to be like, it just, yeah, it's still fine. Episode one, the end of the episode caught me totally off guard. Mm-hmm. This one did not. I mean, episode I was, was emo stuff, so I, I was... I didn't expect it ended, to, dude, I didn't expect the fact that... Yeah. It ended with Zemo, so then I was like, oh, fuck, I need to get some next week's episode. But yeah, dude, like, the ending with the Flag Smashers, the CW fight.